welcome to episode six of He's Gonna Need Therapy. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, this is episode number six. We're fairly sure of that fact because the last one was episode number five. And six comes right after five. So uh, this is your host, Brandon. And with me, as always, is my son, Joey. Joey, how are you? I'm good. Good. I'm glad to glad to be with you, of course. I mean, you're my son, so I, of course I'm glad to be with you. Yeah. For those that aren't familiar with us, we are a somewhat monthly podcast, and it is... We try. Yeah, we try. We try pretty hard, and uh, I think we're getting better. A little bit. A little bit. But uh, what we do is, uh, as implied by the name, he's going to need therapy, is we watch movies together, and then we talk about them. And not all these movies are going to be appropriate for his age which when we first started watching horror movies was about six. He's now 12 and he is incredibly well adjusted. He's intelligent and has empathy. So uh, as been talked about on the show before, pretty sure he's not a serial killer. So I think we're uh, still nailing this parenting. Yeah, but you would feel bad. Yeah. And so you'd make a terrible serial killer if you felt really bad about what you did. Probably. Yeah. And you don't light fires. You don't want the bad... You don't do any of those other things. So. No. Yeah. This episode, uh, we're excited to be back with you. It is December 23rd, so two days until Christmas. Looking forward to Christmas, of course. Dose. And uh, this will probably come out after Christmas. Uh, so, hey, happy after Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and Christmas, I mean, the 12 days of Christmas don't start until Christmas. So. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't know that. So, there we go. There's a little uh, knowledge we're dropping on you today. <laughs> So in our last episode, we talked about three different things. Joe, what were those three things? We talked about The Crow, then we talked about Lovecraft Country, and then we talked about 2001. Yeah, that's correct. We did talk about those things. All right, and so this episode, we are bringing you a franchise. Yeah. Kind of. There's two movies. Two movies. So, Joe, what are the two movies we'll be talking about today? The Shining and Doctor Sleep. That is correct. So let's go ahead and jump right in. What do you say? Is there anything else you want to talk about first? No. No? I mean, you asked me a hard question before. We. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what's your... Ask two hard questions. Oh, what, all right. What's your least favorite movie of all time and your favorite movie of all time? And those are questions I cannot answer. Yeah. Uh, because I think they need to be genre-specific questions. Because I can tell you what my favorite horror movie is of all time. But overall movie I don't know I don't know what the worst movie I don't know seen some bad movies in my day but uh the really really bad ones I don't think I make it all the way through so is it fair to judge a movie when you haven't made it all the way through it I don't think so I don't know we'll never know because we're not going to talk about it right now yeah okay so let's go ahead and jump into The Shining yeah let's just let's do it okay Joe here me? That's a lot. No, just, oh, yeah, oh, just yeah, top yeah, right. So from the IMDb, hit us with the synopsis. A family ne- heads to an isolated hotel for the winter where a sinister presence influences the father into violence, while his psychic son sees horrific forbi- forebodings from the both past and future. Okay. How do you feel about that? That's pretty accurate. Okay. Okay. Good, good. Glad we covered that. So, yeah, so The Shining, 1980, directed by Stanley Kubrick. So, second episode in a row, we're talking about Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he is great. 
and uh, originally based on Stephen King's novel from 1977, same name, starring Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, Scatman Carruthers, and Danny Lloyd. I mean, what do you say about this movie? Every, everybody knows this movie. I don't think there's anyone that doesn't know about this movie, especially in Except the horror. Dylan. Yeah, I mean, Dylan, uh, your younger brother doesn't, yeah. but he will eventually. Yep. Takes place in the mountains of Colorado in a made-up town that isn't really there. In, isn't filmed in any of those places. It's in Germany, isn't it? No, no. It was filmed, I think, in Glacier National Park, and then like the the driving up scenes, and then it's filmed in Oregon. Uh-huh. So the actual hotel they did the outdoor shots is in Oregon. Uh-huh. So uh, not a lot of Colorado there. A lot of people think of the Stanley Hotel because uh, there's some connection there, but it is it's a different place. So let's go ahead and jump right in. So. Movie starts out, you have Jack Torrance, and he's driving up to the out, the Overlook Hotel. I almost said Outlook. Overlook. Did I say Outlook o- over earlier? Wow, I can't talk at all. You'd know. Okay. You said Overlook. Okay, good. So he's on his way up to this uh, hotel to be interviewed for a job as a winter caretaker. So it's a very old hotel way up in the mountains, and it's totally isolated, basically, from the rest of the world during winter. Yeah. So he has an interview. And he, you know, kind of tells him uh, during the interview that some bad things happened in the past. So that a previous caretaker had uh, gone crazy and killed his family. So he's, you know, he's like, ah, no, no big deal. I'm not going to do that. I'm a writer. I'm looking forward to some time alone. And so he gets the job. But since there's a movie about it, we know that's not going to happen. Yeah, it obviously doesn't. I mean, if it just went fine, it wouldn't be much of a movie. No. So, yeah. So uh, then back in Boulder, Colorado, that's where Jack's son Danny and his wife Wendy are. They're waiting to, for Jack to come back. And he gets the job and he's all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. But you learn that Jack has a past with alcohol. Uh, yeah. And he has hurt his son while drinking before. So there's a, there's a little bit of tension there. There's kind of a... I remember one part. Because their son passed out. And then the doctor came. And then when we were finding out, she just stared. And I thought that was kind of funny. Just because, like, her reaction. So they drive up to the hotel. And they get there, and they meet Dick Halloran. So Dick Halloran is the head chef. And he kind of takes it upon them to give them a tour and show them around. And uh, in the meantime, Dick and Danny kind of have this immediate connection. They start communicating telepathically. Yeah. And so that's when we first hear the term, The Shining. And so they're able to kind of talk in their heads and, you know, it kind of gives them a warning about the place and, you know, stay away from room 237. He also asks if he wants ice cream. Yeah, yeah, there's some ice cream involved. So uh, some time goes by and Jack's, he's trying to write, but he's not doing very good and they're playing a lot and they're running around and uh, then snow starts coming and uh, Jack is slowly kind of going crazy. And, you know, there's some things where it's like Danny ends up, it's like he's hurt and he's bruised and he, you know, Wendy blames Jack. And so the tension is already kind of building. And then, you know, uh, one of the most notable scenes from The Shining is Jack. He goes into the hotel's gold room, so the big ballroom, and he sits down and he starts talking to a bartender named Lloyd. And, of course, there's no actual bartender there because there's no one else there. Uh, So you're like, all right, he's going crazy. He's going a little crazy. So... Uh, more crazy stuff starts happening. Yeah. Uh, like he spills a drink. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then we have uh, room 237. 
so that's when uh, he he goes inside there and sees the sees the dead lady there but he's like no i didn't see nothing there yeah yeah um so then uh yeah there's uh there's some more kind of ghosty haunting things and there's the twins yeah twins you got uh tony you start kind of meeting tony a little bit so that's what danny thinks is his imaginary friend but it's really kind of it's the shining so uh then you get some red rum you know that's yep yeah some red rum Mm -hmm. yeah so you know then when he's starting to realize like okay i think something's up with jack i think he's going a little crazy and then she actually goes and looks at uh, the typewriter where he's been writing this whole time and all he's written over and over and over and over is just all work and no play and makes Jack a dull boy. So just over and over and over. So she's like, all right, we got to get out of here. We got we to gotta get out of this place because this place is crazy. We got to go, Jack. And he's like, no, I love this place. I'm going to stay here. And so it's like, all right, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here quick. So they go and then both the radio and the snowcat, which is the only way they can get down the mountain, is disabled. So they're pretty much screwed. Yeah. Jack disabled the Yeah. Okay. Yep. Jack did all that. So we get some more red rum going on. You're like, oh my God, red rum is really murder spelled backwards. <laughs> yeah. And then um, then that's when, you know, we get to then Jack doing the famous, very famous scene of him, you know, hitting the door with the axe and Shelly Duvall's kind of ridiculous face. And, you know, here's Johnny. Yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, it starts running around, and, you know, they're running all over the place, and there's some slashing and some hitting, and... And then Dick comes. Yeah, and then, yeah, Dick comes, because it's like, as this is happening, it's like Danny's communicating with Dick, like, I, I need help. So Dick, you know, flies from Florida and gets up there to try and rescue them. Um, so I get there, and uh, then the, the hedge maze happens. Yeah. Uh, we're going through this movie pretty fast. I mean, this is a lot of movie we're talking about here. And there's a lot of running around, and eventually uh, Jack uh, freezes to death in the maze. Yeah. And uh, that's about the end of the movie. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that was that was pretty fast, man. I think that was like, I don't know, five, six minutes yeah. of us talking about the uh, multiple-hour movie, which a lot of people consider one of the best horror movies of all time. Uh, very famously, Stephen King hates this movie. Yeah. And uh, I never, I never really... This movie scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Uh, it scared me really bad. And I have a really hard time watching it as an adult. I just... I I kind of almost fall asleep every time. And I think it's just because I've seen it a bunch of times before. And I'm always tired. So I think it's a combination of those two things. Um, but I never understood kind of the hatred by Stephen King for this movie until I read the book. And I totally get why Stephen King was unhappy with it. Uh, I mean, Kubrick does an amazing job. Just his level of detail and everything that he does is incredible. The way it's filmed, it's a, it's it's really an amazing movie. But the book is so much different, and the the story that you get from the book uh, makes you realize, like, oh, okay, I get why he was unhappy with it. So, uh, with that, Joe, let's hear your review of The Shining. Uh, I really liked it. I like on a scale of one to rain because that's my favorite weather. Okay. I give it like sleet. Well, sleet is worse than rain. Yeah, but I like it. Okay, so you like sleet? Yeah. Because that's like rainy snow. Yeah, okay. I like it. Okay. Uh, so I liked it a lot. Okay. 
uh, I thought it was slow at the beginning, and then it started like <laughs> just like that. What's that mean? Like it started going crazy near the end, and yeah, I liked how you could see it going crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you have a favorite part of the movie? Uh, I like the maze. Do you like the end? Yeah, the, the end. end maze, not the like maze. when they're gro- not when yeah. things are happy and they're going through the maze. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you like to read the book? Yeah. Okay, you should read the book. I'd be curious to see what you think. Uh, any least favorite scenes? I don't like when Dick dies. Hmm. That's sad. Okay. What about the naked ghost lady in the bathtub? How do you feel about that? Oh, that's just weird. Okay. Yeah, it is yeah. weird. Not something you'd want to see. No. Okay. Any anything else? No. Okay. I would agree on your rating. I think it's a very good movie. I mean, it's better than good. I mean, it, it really is a great movie. It's not one of my favorites. Uh, I definitely appreciate it. I think it's a beautiful movie. It's incredibly made. Jack Nicholson is super creepy. I think he's great as Jack Torrance in it. Shelley Duvall is kind of hard to get over sometimes just because of her ridiculous the way she talks and her facial expressions. But she's good. Everybody's good in the movie. Uh, the hotel, I mean, that's a character in the movie, and it, yeah. it, it does a good job. I don't know if it had to audition a lot or, you know, Probably. practice, but, yeah. It's a very good haunted uh, haunted hotel. Yeah. Oh, wait, I have something to say. Yeah, please. Uh, I like how it's not really, like, your traditional haunting. It's more psychological than, like, physical. Hmm. Like, it kind of takes over your mind and not hmm. just doesn't show you the ghosts. Sure. Like in other movies. Yeah, it kind of does though, right? Like a little bit, but not like to the extent. Yeah, like is Lloyd really a ghost there, or is he just in Jack's head, or yeah. you know the weird guys in the room and the little girls, and yeah, is it just making them see these things, or are they actually manifesting? I guess we really don't know, right? But, yeah. And that's what's kind of cool about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I like that. Cool. I like that too. All right. Well, with that, that is us talking about The Shining. And we're going to take a two-minute break, and we'll be back with 2019's Doctor Sleep. Be right back. When I was a kid, there was a place. A dark place. They closed it down and let it rot. But the things that lived there... They come back. Not many ride the bus this far north. You're running away from something. I'm running away from myself, I guess. You can hear me. You're magic. Like me. I don't know about magic. I always called it the shining. The world is a hungry place. A dangerous place. These people, they hurt people like us. These are the devils. They'll eat what shines. And they've noticed. 
that little girl. Wow. Hi there. Get out of my head! Get out! Wow. They're coming. Where are we going? There's a place. You sure you want to do this? I'm ready. Yes, you run, dear. And then I will find you. And you will scream for years. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging with us. Welcome back. Yeah, that was a good, good two-minute break or so. Hope you enjoyed that thing that I played. I don't yeah. know what that thing is, but... It's a song. Maybe. Maybe not, because the problem with songs is if we post them on YouTube, then we can't... Then we could go to jail. No, it just won't monetize them. It, it won't let us, like... It hurts our search results and the ability to get ads and stuff like that. Really? Are they passing something that... Like, if we play music, we can go to jail? I don't think so. I mean, we're not selling it, so... I think that is a thing. I Well, yeah, I mean, if we were trying to sell that... Not if you're selling it, like, if you just play it in the background. Oh, I don't know about that. Without asking permission. I, then usually they'll just... They won't publish your video. No, like a new thing they're oh. going to try to do. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. YouTube's stupid. Yeah. So, Google's stupid. Sometimes. And Facebook. And Twitter. They're all stupid. Yeah. Okay, and that's a subject for another day. So, 2019's Doctor Sleep. Uh, sleep. Years following the events of The Shining, a now adult Dan Torrance must protect a young girl with similar powers from a cult known as the True Knot, who prey on children with powers to remain immortal. Good. Okay. Good one from the IMDb. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get with them, but uh, good job. Whoever wrote that. I did. Wow, I didn't know. Uh, how Do you do you think you're going to go by Joey when you get older, or do you think you're just going to go by Joe? Because, I mean, he was Danny when he was a kid, and he just goes by Dan as an adult. I don't know. You don't know? Too early to call. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only 12. That's true. Jeez. You, you got a long way to go. Yeah. I think by the time you're 14, you'll have made up that decision. Probably. As long as you don't want to go by like something, some other name, like like uh, Moonbeam or something like that. I don't think I will. Yeah, I hope not. Because it's easy to get rid of children. I could sell you to gypsies. Or you could ship me to Dubai. Yeah, I Dubai. That. In a box. Mm-hmm. Like Garfield and Odie. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So 2019's Doctor Sleep, directed by the great Mike Flanagan based off of the 2013 novel by Stephen King and a sequel to The Shining, of course, starring Ewan McGregor as Danny Torrance. And we have Rebecca Ferguson, Kylie Curran, Cliff Curtis, and a whole bunch of really cool actors in this. It has a fantastic cast. Yeah. Tragically underseen, this movie did not get seen enough in the theaters. I love how... I don't love that sarcastic how... Um, horror fans and genre fans especially will complain about not getting enough stuff in the theaters and then you get things that are in the theaters and they're really really good and no one actually goes to see them yeah so 
people got to get out and support these things with covid who knows how things are going to change but we got to support these things because the only way to get more things is to support the things yeah um and i did hear a lot of people talk about like oh, i missed it in the theater and i watched it and it was really good well you should have seen it in the theater because uh, it's even better in the theater i think i saw it twice in the theater so yeah Let's go ahead and do the plot here. Uh, this one, we will give a lot less detail, so this is going to be just a quick little review. Like one minute. Yeah. The Shining's been around for a long time, so it's okay to spoil that, but it's not okay, okay to spoil this because it's only a, a year old. So it starts off, um, and we kind of see Danny Torrance and his mom, Wendy, in Florida. So that's where they went after the end of The Shining. And, you know, still traumatized. Danny isn't speaking. And then uh, Dick Halloran shows up and kind of explains Danny's abilities more and teaches him to kind of how, how to cope with the things that he's going through because uh, Danny is still really struggling with that. So uh, Dick teaches him how to do that. And then fast forward to the future in 2011. So uh, now Dan Torrance, he is just uh, dealing with a lot of problems. A lot of these problems are kind of to cope with, again, his childhood and his ability to shine. So uh, he kind of he hits his, his rock bottom and then starts to work his way back up to who he should be, which everyone should be. And as that kind of happens, he encounters different people, and his, this new kind of path is set when he meets a young girl telepathically named Abra. And oh, I like her name. Yeah, that's a cool name, right? Yeah. Um, so we kind of mentioned the synopsis uh, that there is a group called the True Knot. So the True Knot are a group of people that also shine. And I, I mean, I guess that's kind of spoilery since it's in the synopsis, but they basically survive by feeding off other people that have the shining. And of course, because of Dan knowing from the shining that he shines very strongly. And then this young girl, Abra, they fall into the field of view for the True Knot. So, I don't know how much else I want to say. I think that's good. Just leave it there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we should talk about it anymore, just because uh, we don't want to give anything away. And I think if we say anything else, we'll give too many things away. I mentioned uh, some of the great cast. We had Ewan McGregor as Danny Torrance, Rebecca Ferguson. She plays Rose the Hat. Kylie Curran as Abra. Then you have Cliff Curtis as Billy. Um, you do have. A gentleman uh, playing Dick Halloran again. Obviously, Scatman Crothers is no longer with us. But then uh, just, you know, again, a lot of really good cast members. Uh, you know, Zon McLaren, Bruce Greenwood, just a whole bunch of really good ones. Henry Thomas is in there, Jacob Tremblay. So there's there's some good ones. And a bunch of people that you see in other Stephen King and Mike Flanagan pictures. Yeah, I will say I'll start this time with my thoughts about Dr. Sleep. I drastically prefer this to The Shining. Yeah. I love Dr. Sleep. I mean, I've read the book too, and they did make some changes from the book to this movie, but I don't mind the changes that they made in this. I can't overlook the ones from The Shining because I felt like it, it just changed the story from the book so much. And I'm not one of the book purists that, you know, like Game of Thrones, I don't care that it went off book because what they did was great. Um, and I don't care about that in Doctor Sleep because I like what they did. I still struggle with The Shining a little bit. But Doctor Sleep was one of the first movies last year where I couldn't wait to see it again. Because it's just the way it's filmed. And Mike Flanagan is such a good character director. 
in kind of helping people tell their stories, especially when they're stories of adversity. And we've seen that in his other things that he's done. And I'm just such a big fan of him. Uh, Ewan McGregor's always been one of my favorite actors. Um, I will attempt to rate it like you uh, on a scale of one to ice cream. It is frozen yogurt with graham crackers and peanut butter powder. Wow. Yeah, that's serious business for me because I love my ice cream with lots of goodies in it. So I'm a huge fan of this. It was in my top ten movies last year, uh, and I've watched it a bunch of times since. I love it. Uh, What do you got? Um, I like The Shining more than this. Uh, I think, again, because it's not like your traditional haunting. Well, where this one is more to the end, Mm. like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like the more psychological feel in the first movie, but I still like this movie a lot. Um, I thought the actors did a really good job portraying the original the char- characters in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that was surprising to yeah. me. Yeah. The, like how good they did. The gal who plays Wendy at the beginning, I mean, just kind of nails her, oh, oh, Danny. Like, that kind of, her expressiveness, she does a, such a good job with that, I think. Yeah, so, she does. Yeah. Uh, but I still liked it. Okay. It's a good movie. Uh, I was going to ask you favorite part or least favorite part, but we're not going to do that. No, because we don't want to spoil anything. Um, but I'm glad you liked it. Uh, yeah, not I. Here and here's why I say that I'm glad you liked it. But I actually kind of dig that you like The Shining more, because I think something. And this is me generalizing young people, because that's something old people do. We like to generalize generalize yep. young people. Mm-hmm. Is that I think they when they watch older movies, they don't feel the love of them like we had. And I, I think because of newer technology and things like that, sometimes. You don't like the older stuff as much, but the fact that you like this movie that's older, to me, is really encouraging that you're open to watch other older movies. I like 2001, too. You did. You did not like Dawn of the Dead when I tried to show you that. But, yeah. But I think maybe you'd be willing to give it another try, though. Yeah. Uh, But, again, that's encouraging just because you hear that all the time, that a lot of these movies just don't translate. Like, I think when we finally watched Friday the 13th, I don't know. I'm. I don't know how you're going to take that movie. I don't know if you're going to like it or not. So, but it's encouraging to me that you do like the older one over the newer one. So that's cool. And with that, that is our review of Doctor Sleep and The Shining. Yeah. So both. Two. And, yeah, two. And with that, man, we're we're about done here. Yeah, we don't have anything else to talk about. I really don't. I mean, you know. It's it's cold outside. Very cold. Yeah, it's like twenty something degrees. Um, I need to wrap some more Christmas presents. It feels like negative forty in the mountains. Yeah. So that's that's cold. pretty cold. Yeah. Um, I mean, I watched a movie last night called Butt Boy. I kind of explained that to you. Yeah, it didn't sound very good. Yeah, it was, it was a little weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the end of the year, so. For the Anatomy of Fear, I'm just preparing my best of 2020 list. Just waiting for Alan to watch a few more things, and then we'll get recording on that. Yeah. Um, Joe, for our next episode, should we tell him what we're going to watch yet? No. It's, that's your Christmas present. Your Christmas present will be 
once you unwrap this on the podcast streaming. The movies we're going to watch. Yeah, will just magically appear on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, so we're not going to tell you what we're going to do. So you're just going to have to tune back in. And that's not because we don't know what we're going to do yet. Yeah, no, we just want it to be a surprise. Yep. Because we always announce at this time, man, we're going we're going crazy. You yeah. just got to tune in and figure it out. And with that, let's wrap things up. So, uh, Joe, is there anything you would like to share with our audience at home before we wrap things up? Uh, it's Christmas time. That's it. Okay. Okay. That was, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so thanks for joining us. We really do appreciate you taking the time to listen with us. And we're going to be under 30 minutes for the episode, so that's good. That's good. So we do appreciate you joining us for that time. Uh, please send us your feedback. You can find us on, either on the Anatomy of Fear or you can find us under the Dark Discussions Podcast Network. You can also shoot us a message on Facebook from the Anatomy of Fear podcast page. And we really do appreciate your feedback. Let us know if there's certain movies that you want us to watch. We're totally open to suggestions. Just as long as there are ones, of course, like I've shown you pretty grown-up horror movies for a long time. There are still some movies that I will not watch with you uh, just because I'm not comfortable with yet. Like things like Martyrs. I don't know when I'm going to be comfortable with you watching French Extremity. So uh, that might be a good few years down the road. But uh, any other suggestions, we're up for it. So please send those to us. Again, we really do appreciate you listening. And since this is going to be after Christmas that this comes out, most likely, we hope you had a Merry Christmas or Merry what, Christmas. You know, or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or if you don't believe in any of that stuff, I hope you had a good Friday. Um, yeah. Or if you didn't have a good Friday, I hope you have a good Saturday. Yeah. Or if not, and if not a good Saturday, then maybe Sunday. Yeah. Then and if not, then just kind of. Keep going. Yeah, just keep going until you find a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's good days, even when there's bad days. Yep. Not sure where we're going with that, but again, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you later. Bye.